brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. It's been a hot minute since we've checked in with the German bishops, the most notorious of all the national bishops conferences in Europe, possibly in the entire world at this point. The German bishops have been continuing to pursue their schismatic synodal way. They've just fallen out of the headlines in the aftermath of fiducia supplicants, the latest statements from Vatican officials and Francis allies, where they're pretty clearly talking about ramping up the bans on the traditional mass and other such stories that have captured the headlines in recent weeks. But the German Synodal Way continues. It was supposed to be done, but apparently the German bishops decided to reconvene the thing and to implement their own findings, and one of which is this concept of a Synodal Council. And the idea is this, it would be a permanent body in the church in Germany where laity would have the authority to choose bishops and to choose priests. If that seems like a terrible idea, it should, especially in Germany, where the typical way Catholic is um, barely recognizable as a Catholic anymore, we'll say. This, this idea may also sound familiar in a way because the Synod on Synodality has pushed similar ideas. Uh, decentralization of the church, greater authority given to lay people on matters of doctrine, other such things. And it's spoken rather overtly about increasing lay participation in the management of dioceses, including possibly letting laity manage a diocese in the same way that you might have a county in the United States run by a county manager or a city run by a city manager. In addition to the mayor of the city, that those are two separate offices. There has been talk in the general, broader, universal synod about such things in the church, and that's also not a good thing. But here we have the German bishops taking this to the logical conclusion. Democratization of the church means a devolution of power out of the hands of the bishops and into the hands of laity. It's an inversion of the hierarchy. It's diabolical in nature and should not ever be considered. But the German bishops are doing this. And they got a letter this week that I went over in full in my live stream on Friday where the Vatican told them to put the brakes on this whole thing and the German bishops aren't happy with this. We'll briefly revisit that here for context for those who didn't see that live stream before going on to the rest of the story. So the German website katholisch.de has the full text of the letter, which again, I gave you the full text of Friday morning. It's a doozy and is part of a multi-year effort by the Vatican to not allow Germany to embrace a revolution in the church without the rest of the church going along with them. And I say that because that's exactly how these things go. That's how the last few letters the Germans received from the Vatican have gone. Don't do whatever it is you're trying to do without the rest of the church. Note the caveat there. It's not so much that the Vatican doesn't like these ideas, it doesn't like that they're doing them without the rest of the church. And that maybe they're going just a little too far for the Vatican. It's a big difference between that and telling them not to do it at all. So, let's go here to the actual crux of this letter because what you'll see here is this is the logical outcome of the sort of the new religion in Rome and the new religion that's sort of taken over the Catholic Church. This man-centered focus on the personal lived experiences as your source of religious truth. It's modernist nonsense that was condemned hundred almost 20 years ago by Pope St. Pius X in his landmark encyclical Pascendi, but 
we see it coming out today in just a more modern 21st century version of it. But here's the here is the money quote from that Vatican letter denouncing what the Germans are doing before we move on to the main part of the story. Quote, Such a body is not provided for by current canon law, and therefore a decision by the DBK, the German Bishops' Conference, in this regard would be invalid, with the corresponding legal consequences. The question also arises with what authority the Bishops' Conference would approve the statutes. Neither Canon 455 of the Code of Canon Law and Article 8 of the Statute of the German Bishops' Conference provide a basis for this in this sense. The Holy See has not yet issued a mandate. In fact, it, in fact, it has expressed itself to the contrary. The draft of the statutes also stipulates that, quote, the German Bishops' Conference and the Central Committee of German Catholics assumes responsibility for the Synodal Committee. Since the German bishops cannot act as a legal entity in the secular area, it, only, it could only assume such sponsorship for the Synodal Committee through the Association of German Dioceses. However, the required unanimous decision regarding the Synodal Committee was not reached within the Association, end quote. In other words, what they're doing is going to break canon law, would break the rules governing the German bishops, and would be a generally serious consequences for them doing it. Note the threat contained within the quoted segment of that letter. The Vatican is actually threatening to take action based on canon law against the German bishops. Pretty remarkable. We rarely see that. They're not appearing to pull punches anymore, although it's probably an illusion. And I say... It's probably an illusion because they've been allowing this stuff to fester for years, since 2019 at least. It's time for the dialogue and accompaniment to end and to drop the hammer on these bishops, to give some of them the, the Bishop Strickland treatment. It's time to remove a few of them from their offices, to force them into retirement. But they won't do that because they agree with what the German bishops are doing here. They agree with inverting the hierarchy. They agree with spreading out, decentralizing the authority of the church from the bishops to laity. They just want to do it a bit of a different way. And the difference is that Rome wants to do something similar to the entire church and not let Germany go it alone. Unity is central to understanding this here too. Francis's highest value in the church is unity. Unity, unity, unity. It's why he's even rumored to be allowing the SSPX to consecrate some bishops. That soon. We'll see on that until the SSPX make their own formal announcement. But unity is his highest value, it seems. So... With that understood, here's this headline from Info Vaticana. The nuncio in Germany asks the bishops to change course. More pressure from the Vatican to stick with modernist Rome is what that basically means. The nuncio, the papal nuncio to Germany from the Vatican has said, put the brakes on this, wait for the church, don't go this alone, you've got to stick with Rome, you've got to stick with the larger synodal way. Here's the meat of the story, quote, the recent letter from the Vatican signed by Cardinals Perlin, Victor Manuel Fernandez, and Prevost have marked the beginning of the plenary assembly of the German Episcopate. During this week, all the German bishops meet in Augsburg for their spring assembly that began on Monday. Before the meeting began, Rome sent a letter to the bishops of Germany asking them to remove from the agenda the item on which they were scheduled to vote on the creation of synodal committees, a governing body where lay people would mix, and bishops to lead the church in Germany, and which the Vatican already vetoed months ago. The German bishops have accepted the resignation, the imposition of Rome, and have attacked the Holy See for its lack of, quote, synodality. <laughs> the nuncio to Germany, Nikola Etorovic, said, referring to a quote from Pope Francis, that it was, quote, important not to adopt an introspective attitude, but rather to go out and spread the Christian message in all areas. He further emphasized, a church that cares primarily about itself suffers from self-centeredness. The church, on the other hand, is mission. 
Archbishop Etteveric once again recalled the letter that Pope Francis wrote to all Catholics in Germany in 2019, and which, in the Pope's opinion, has so far received very little attention. In this letter, the word evangelization, or announcement of the message, appears 15 times and the word joy 10 times, the nuncio emphasized. The nuncio did not expressly rule on the current debate as a result of the Vatican's latest letter to the German bishops. In the letter, Cardinals Parolin, Fernandez, and Prevost, with the consent of the Pope, urgently requested that the vote planned by the German bishops on the creation of a synodal committee be suspended. End quote. That's um, remarkable. <laughs> but again, I'm not surprised. When you understand that they are more focused on unity than anything else, go back to what Francis himself said early in his alleged papacy, that he might be the Pope to kick off a schism in the church. He People think when he said that, that he was like lauding that, I tend to think he knew that his plan was so divisive for the church that he was going to stir up a hornet's nest that he was th thinking that that was likely a consequence. And this is clearly him trying to tamp down on that. Now, I, I don't know how if he would actually care that much about a real schism, but all of his rhetoric has been towards unity. Unity, unity, unity. We're almost as much tired of hearing about unity as we are about dialogue and accompaniment and inclusion and all the rest of that nonsense. Now... The response from the German bishops is revealing. They don't want to wait for the Vatican, but they apparently are going to. They respond with some pretty spicy rhetoric here, though, when you understand that, you know, the way bishops are supposed to talk to one another and to the papal nuncio. So headline again from the Info Vaticana from the very same day. The head of the German episcopate denounces the Vatican is delaying dialogue with them. Dialogue is, once again, the highest value in modernist Rome dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. They're even dialoguing with stonecutters, as I talked about in the live stream earlier this past week. Dialogue is more important, it seems, than anything else. It's more important than truth. And that's where we are now, in the Church of the New Advent. Their springtime of this synodal church. His dialogue is the most important thing. And the German bishops are hitting the Vatican, modernist Rome, with their own rhetoric. Of course, the German bishops actually agree with that rhetoric, they just are taking all this nonsense to the logical conclusion. Here's what they have to say in that article. Quote, The president of the German bishops' conference, Georg Botzing, denounces the Vatican's involvement in the agreed negotiations on issues relating to the synodal path between the Curia and the German bishops. We could have advanced much further. The negotiations could have been held a long time ago, Botzing said yesterday at the beginning of the Spring General Assembly of the Episcopate in Augsburg. Botzing is looking forward to the negotiations. Three other meetings are currently planned in which this text to the synodal path will be discussed. Botzing commented on the letter that was made known shortly before the General Assembly, in which the German bishops were asked to withdraw from the agenda the planned vote on the statute of the synodal committee, a writing that surprised him, although he reiterated the unity with Rome and saw it natural to comply with Vatican wishes out of respect for those responsible in Rome. We will use the time to discuss the objections of the Roman side, draw consequences from them, and prepare for the talks, Botzing said. We do not want to, nor can we, ignore the Roman objection. Now we have to talk. Synodality does not intend to weaken the position of the bishop, but rather to strengthen it, he assured. We want to put the bishops on new ground because their authority has been compromised by the Ted McCarrick problem. Regarding the Vatican's objections to the Synodal Council, Botzing said it was already always made clear that nothing would be established that contradicted canon law. 
The Synodal Committee is intended to be an intermediate step in the reform process of the Vatican's path of the German Bishops' Conference and the Central Committee of German Catholics, which began in 2019, and to prepare a Synodal Council. The most recent letter from the Vatican states that such a body is, quote, not provided for in current canon law, and therefore a decision by the DBK in this regard would be invalid, with the corresponding legal consequences. The letter also refers to ongoing and planned talks between the Curia and the German bishops. In recent years, the Vatican has intervened several times in the synodal path, raising theological and canon law concerns. End quote. The theological and canon law concerns include the nature of holy orders and the, the actual hierarchical structure of the church. Their letter it, it gives a long detail about where holy orders come from, at least a letter they sent them last year trying to stop them on this. Again, I went over all that on Friday. This is a truly weird story because the German bishops have insisted that they go it alone. And looming over all of this in Germany is this thing called the German tax, the German church tax. Instead of putting money in a collection basket, except maybe for second collections, you pay your tithe through your taxes. You register with the German state as a Catholic, and then your tithe goes to the German bishops. I don't know how this works for the SSPX who operate in Germany, or a set of contest groups who operate in Germany, or any of that. If you are aware of how that works with them in Germany, please let me know in the comments, because I'm out of my depth on that one. But for 99.9% .9 of Catholics, you pay your tithe to the state, who then gives the tithe money to the church. And if you don't register with the government as a member of the church, you can't receive the sacraments. Do you understand how that's a kind of a odd system they've got going on in Germany? And while it makes tithing a little bit easier, I guess, the lines between Caesar and the church blur. Because when the, ch when the church is receiving its tithe money, not from you directly, but from, from Caesar, rendering under Caesar what is Caesar's and rendering under to God what is God's becomes a little bit blurred. And no, that's not an endorsement of the separation of church and state either, which the church has always condemned. But in this case, this is a little weird. So I don't think the popes who denounced that idea would have ever thought that this was a good idea for the church to have its tithing collected by the state and to have your access to the sacraments dictated to you by your, by your registration with the government as part of an organized religion. I'm curious what you have to say about this. Do you think the Vatican stepping in is a good thing? Do you think them putting the brakes on this schismatic synodal way is a breath of fresh air and we wish we'd have more of it? I'm curious what you have to say about this, so let me know in the comments, please, and hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.